Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. We're in recovery under new ownership. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two at Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. Chris Kane. I'm Randy Rainwater from the Capital City. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Record Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. This, for Sam Pittman, has to be one of the longest days that he has uh, during the season. It is Wednesday. He's got Sam Pittman live tonight from the Catfish Show, 1030 this morning, 1040, whatever time it is. He had the teleconference, the SEC coaches teleconference. Then 2 o'clock, he had the press conference among the local media. Mm -hmm. That may have been the shortest 2 o'clock press conference that I think Sam's had in a while. Well, I can't think of what else to ask him. That's true. You know, um, we, we had him on the teleconference. We had him Monday. We haven't been able to watch practices, <laughs> so <laughs> it's hard to come up with a lot of new stuff. You know, saving a, a couple of questions I had, you know, like the, uh, you know, start talking about the freshmen who've played this year. I've got him at six freshmen who have burned their red shirts already. Uh, Ian Drafford is the only other guy who has a potential to to burn his red shirt. He's played four games so far this season, so he would be the only one. And, you know, I asked him about Ron Roberts a little bit. I know that, you know, there was a time where we were zeroed in on Ron Roberts. Like, he was going to be, look like the defensive coordinator, in fact, uh, was in Fayetteville at one point. And looked like that was going to happen. Obviously ended up going with Auburn. Uh, But he was a guy that I had, you know, done a lot of research on it and uh, we were like ready to you know getting pretty close to announce him but obviously they uh, they found a good one in Travis Williams um, also but that's uh, you know a little bit of a dynamic and speaking of dynamics Travis Williams going against uh, the team he used to um, to play at and coach at and so that's always going to be a, a little bit of extra motivation uh, for him to to want to show them you know that he's He's doing well, <laughs> and unfortunately at their expense. You know, you uh, Quinn brought this up a, little, a few minutes ago, and I thought it was an interesting point. He was actually talking about the backup quarterback and that he gets thrown into action, and he has an excellent game. The starter's still out the following week. The backup's got to start that game, but he comes down to earth a little bit because the defensive coordinator for the second team has – tape to look at do you think there's a little bit of truth in that also what you'd expect from Rodgers and this defense of Auburn knowing now they've got one game underneath their belt as uh, Kenny Guyton being the OC at Arkansas I'm not sure where you're going Randy you well, lost me somewhere okay I, I, that, that, I know that was a Navy Mike question I was thinking you were going to pull me back in at some point but I, I have no okay. idea what you're okay <laughs> what I'm saying is now opponents have some tape on Kenny Guyton what kind of oh, uh, what kind of adjustments do you think he'll have to make now going into his yeah. second game as OC yeah well I think they probably expected a lot of similar stuff as uh, as Arkansas did um you know, in in the past with Kendall Browse, and you know, I think you know Armstrong kind of alluded to that at least through um, Taylor McGregor and the pregame stuff. Uh, kind of alluded to you know what's Arkansas going to do, you know, and 
I think that that's pretty well expected. Now, they have closed practices again for a reason, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna bring some new stuff to the table. Uh, so, but yeah, I mean, I think that it obviously the more you get seen, the more of an adjustment it is. I always think it makes a lot of sense when a new coach comes in to, to probably keep things as quiet as possible just because people don't know exactly what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, once somebody's been there a while, you kind of – you kind of know what, basically what they're going to do. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I assume that there's it'll make it a little bit easier <laughs> knowing what, uh, having a little bit of tape on Kenny Gotten as a play caller. But I'm guessing, Trey, that you've probably seen your last practice for the year. Uh, but they Probably. Practices Except for, for bowl practices if they yeah. make a bowl game. Right. But, um, yeah, I think probably so. And, Trey. I hope that's not a trend that continues. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah. Hey, Trey, um, you know, when Basil pointed it out this past week at the Little Rock Touchdown Club that it's been, you know, this many days, et cetera, since the win, and, you know, Quinn was bringing up the fact that he was getting on these flights and seeing these, you know, players that just looked dejected, you know, for the last six weeks. Have you sensed a, a change in, you know, the vibe, so to speak, around the, the facilities? Well, with offense, definitely. I mean, KJ seemed down to me, so, mm-hmm. and, and hasn't, you know. So, um, yeah, absolutely. I think on offense more than anything, defenses, defenses come and performed. You know, they have a lot to hold their head up about. But uh, yeah, the offenses, they were definitely seemed down. And I mean, the Mississippi State game, as Pittman said, their spirit was gone. I mean, you could, you could feel it. It felt like the game was over every time they went out there. They were just trying to get through a thirty-five point defeat. That's how it felt against Mississippi State. So. Um, yeah, I think there's definitely um, a renewed sense of energy with the with the offense. Hey, you know, by the way, also I'll say this on um, on practices being closed. You know, nobody else really opens practices, and you know, if I'm being honest, there's there's a disadvantage to Arkansas because you know people can walk by and see, hey, Rocket Sanders isn't practicing. You know, like after mm-hmm. after the the opener against Western Carolina. Rock, why isn't Rocket Sanders playing? But Kent State wouldn't have known that he wasn't going to play if you know practices had been closed. That wouldn't have. That wouldn't. Have, there might have been rumors and stuff, but it wouldn't have gotten out. Um, you know. So while I love going to practices and stuff, being able to report on players not participating and stuff is uh, is a disadvantage for Arkansas. I think. At the same time. We kind of have to do that because, in, in my opinion, it's good for Arkansas to, to have practice reports and stuff like that. Maybe, you know, there could be a, a different policy. And there has been some stuff. It hasn't necessarily stuck but about reporting injuries. But, um, you know, Arkansas, the thing that may, is, makes it so tough in Arkansas also, and, you know, may, you may have a sports team, Yankees, Randy, or, mm-hmm. you know, um, Orioles, Rick. Mm-hmm. A lot of people got Cowboys and stuff, St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah. But Jack as far Lars. as inside the state, we've got Arkansas, yeah. and that's and that's that's our tie. And so I think it is important to have as much content as we can get as far as like open practices and being able to report on that kind of stuff, and also to have your lone team win and not stink. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's what's made it you know doubly hard. Is you know it's all about Arkansas here. Um, you know, and, and basketball team, baseball, and all the other sports certainly been good. But um, you know, no matter what anybody says, basketball is very popular in this state. But it's still, it's still a football state. That's still a big driver of revenue for the university. Um, so that's kind of my thoughts on it. They do, I think, put themselves at a bit of a disadvantage by opening practices, and um, you know, not everybody in the media. You know, treats it the way I do. <laughs> Some people are looking for a big scoop. Not and, that I'm not, but I'm not out to hurt anybody either. And Coach Pittman just texted me and said, "Thanks, Trey, for the suggestion about leaving <laughs> the practices closed in the future." Yeah. I wouldn't uh, say that if I thought that he listened to this <laughs> segment. Exactly. <laughs> Let's talk to Tom. Tom, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? I do. I have two questions. Uh, my first question is. There was a there was a young man that played uh, for the Razorbacks last year that was a receiver, but he tra- he moved over to the uh, secondary because we were so depleted, and I can't remember his name. Uh, Quincy McAdoo. 
Yeah. Yes, sir. He's, he's uh, hurt. He's hurt. Okay. Yeah, he's well, he was involved in a car accident, accident after spring yeah. football. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. And oh, it was pretty serious. Right. So we're just hoping yeah. he'll get back to football. But first, you know, making sure he's healthy. And get back to life. Yep. I back remember that now. Thank And then uh, I, the other question I had was, I guess this will be one of those uh, dead horses we're going to be, but in the first eight games, we couldn't run the ball for much anything. And then here we come out in this game, and I'm, I know Florida's not just a, a defensive powerhouse, but we were a very balanced off uh, with the same players and in a first game OC. So what do you think the, the, the difference was? And I'll hang up and listen. Thank you, Tom. Well, number one, having a first-team All-SEC running back back in your backfield who looked healthy to me guys I don't know about y'all he looked pretty healthy uh, that would be one big one I mean the threat of Rocket Sanders uh, the defense has to respect that they have to respect you know when you're doing you know zone read and you know RPO and all that stuff they have to respect Rocket Sanders and that plays a big role in it I think also think they got a little bit of juice back you know, just from a mentality standpoint. And, you know, they had a week off before that, too. They had a chance to get healthier. I think that plays a role and, you know, get a little more cohesiveness. And, you know, I, I think all of those things played a big part of it. And Sam Pittman did a great job also of, you know, preaching the opportunity to do something that hadn't been done before, and that was going to Gainesville and, and winning. He does a good job at, at those kinds of things, putting those kinds of angles before the players but uh, ultimately, man, having a player like Rocket Sanders makes a big difference. And A.J. Green did well, but I don't know that he did anything different than what he's done in the past. Let's talk with uh, Brett. Brett, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Yeah, I, I got a, a comment and a question. Uh, first, for Trey, uh, like a lot of people, um, I just want to say how much you know enjoy having you on this show, your part. Um, you have Thanks. a appreciate that a passion. You do. You have a passion for Arkansas, and you know, even though you're a professional and you're you know you're a media guy and you do things professionally, I think people relate to you because you can just tell you love the hogs, you know, and and uh, you call it like it is, and um, just really enjoy listening to you. My question for you, Trey, I guess, and maybe somebody's already asked this, but. How do you feel uh, right now? Just how do you feel about the chances the Hogs running the table and get to a bowl game? Where do you stand? Thank well, you, Brett. whatever question was coming, I was just hopeful that I would be able to give it a good answer. <laughs> <laughs> After all that, I really appreciate you saying that. Thank you. Uh, I don't know. It's I kind of look at it like, man, if he could, if Pittman could just get Auburn or Missouri then, you know, I think he would probably, you know, he'd feel, feel pretty safe. And obviously FIU went in three of the final four. I thought Florida was a big step in the right direction. But all these games are at home. And Arkansas is favored against Auburn. They're two-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, they'll be favored massively against uh, against FIU. And then uh, you know, somebody told me, according to – Maybe some ESPN, FPI, or something. I don't know. But if they played, were playing Missouri this week, that Arkansas would be a one-point favorite in that game. Hmm. So just because you're favored doesn't mean you're going to win. But, you know, Missouri, I'm not saying Missouri is not good because they're good. They're, they're winning the team, you know, winning the games that are laid out in front of them. Uh, they lost to Georgia last weekend. I don't know that they've just – they haven't had the schedule that Arkansas has had. They do beat Arkansas. And I'm, I'm not going to pick Arkansas to beat Missouri. I'm just not because they've beaten Arkansas, what, seven out of the last eight? Is that the number? So ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. But, yeah. I mean, Arkansas has been, you know, kind of subject to lose to just about anybody <laughs> over the last yeah. uh, decade or so. But uh, so – I can't pick them to win that one. I do think that they should beat Auburn. Uh, I think with the changes that they've made, uh, having a little bit of energy, Arkansas's defense, uh, I think that they will beat Auburn. I, I think it'll be a close game. 
but I think that Arkansas will pull it out at home in front of the home fans, uh, beat FIU. That's three in a row, and then, you know, it would be nice to spoil something if Missouri's got something going, possibly playing for, you know, a, a New Year's Six type of bowl or something like that. It'd be nice to spoil that for once, you know. So, uh, but right now, I, I would say, no matter how it shakes out, you know, I, I think they win two of these last three. I think it's reasonable. I think it's reasonable. Let's I mean, when one of your one of your two final SEC home games, that's not that's not asking a lot. And this team, again, it's not it's not a team that just gets bowled over by people. They haven't been they haven't been whipped by anybody this year. Justin, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Yes, I do. I have, well, I have two questions. One was the same with. Uh, Courtney Crutchfield decommissioned. Are we going to lose his cousin Colin? And does the Daninos hire look really bad right now after you guys take over? And I'll hang up and listen. Love you. Uh, I, I couldn't speak on that. Um, and we'll see what happens. Again, last week we reported was that um, Courtney Crutchfield was supposed to be in town this weekend. So. I'm not going to say it's over. Uh, there have been a lot of momentum out there in, in favor of Missouri. He's not committed to Missouri, but that's what a lot of people seem to think, you know, where things are headed. And then obviously, you know, any family ties, are I think, are big um, to other schools, especially when they're, you know, close to each other. Uh, and what did he ask about Dan Enos? And Kenny he Guyton. said that because of sure what I... Guyton accomplished this past week, does it make the Enos hire look even worse? Well, I think so. It's hard to look I mean, worse. Yeah, <laughs> that's to, that to me is what is what Pittman needed to happen was to show, hey, I messed up. I hired the wrong coordinator. I made a mistake. We got rid of him, and that's why we lost these games. And lo and behold. 481 yards and 39 points later, it kind of looks like that was a, <laughs> that was the problem. So uh, it's unfortunate because you know you you burn this season a, a season I thought they had a chance to do some really big things, um, but they couldn't get the offense going. So it's unfortunate that, that that happened. But at the same time, for Pittman from a job security standpoint, he needed that to be the optics after that Florida game, and it, and it's exactly what happened because it essentially showed. He's not the pro- Sam Pittman showing he's not the right. problem. He made a mistake, and he made one good hire. I think Travis Williams, we'd all agree, maybe even a really good hire in that category, top forty defense, at considering where they were last year, and then one really bad hire. You know, so making the change. And Trey, I think you made a great point. If he wins one of these two games, you beat Auburn. There's no shame in losing to a top twenty Missouri team, even if it is at home. Now, if you're favored in that game, it, it's disappointing, obviously. But um, you know, it's no no shame. Like the BYU game, kind of feels like a shameful game and how that ended. Um, but you lose to Auburn and make up by beating Missouri, then all of a sudden that seems forgiven. So win one of the two, and you're, yeah, he, I, I feel like what you're do, right. He's pretty safe. What do you guys think would have happened this year if Browse hadn't have left? Oh boy! Wow. Well, that sounds like a caller question. If Rocket Sanders gets hurt in the first game, like he did, mm-hmm. how do we know Arkansas is going to? They might have won a game or two more, but I don't know if they'd have been eight and four or anything. Yeah, that would have made a big difference. Rocket Sanders, Rocket Sanders, make is going to make your offense look better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he's, you know, they've got some quality backs on this team. Uh, Rocket Sanders is just on a different level, and that's been pretty well established. Hey, Trey, this is from uh, LC on our Southern Structural Solutions text line. Trey, at what point during the year were you starting to get the feeling that Enos should have been let go because things seemed to have been whirling around earlier than what actually happened surrounding the firing? Um, the Texas A&M game, you started feeling like, you know, this is a, a problem. But at the same time, I didn't know, like, the offensive line played so bad in that game and and Texas A&M's defensive front is, is really good. That one was probably the biggest indicator. I mean, it was start, it was slow starting. You know, if you go back to 2015, we bring up 2015 a lot. I mean, look at the first six games or so. 
I mean, it was after that triple overtime game against Auburn uh, about midseason before Arkansas's offense really took off. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of thinking, well, okay, eventually, you know, they'll get it together. And with the defense playing the way they are, they'll maybe have something. But when they start, if, if I can look at the schedule real quick. I oh, mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. So they beat uh, Kansas State in the. I'm oh, sorry, that's January. So they beat, um, let's see, UTEP early, September 5th. Then they beat Toledo. Oh, sorry, they lose to Toledo. That was it. They beat they, they beat UTEP, to lost to Toledo, and then lost to Texas Tech, Texas A&M, before beating Tennessee. Right. So, and, you know, that that Texas Tech squad had Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. yeah. Little did we know In Fayetteville, no less. Yeah. That's right. Little yeah. did we know. Yeah. But they, so they didn't put up more than, more than, they're, High was 24, point, 24, 24 points. That Auburn game, I feel like it was like 17, 17 or something before going into overtime. Went to four overtimes. But then it was that UT Martin game on, on Halloween. They scored 63. And then they had the overtime win against Ole Miss and scored 53. 31 against LSU. 50 against Mississippi State. And a loss. Know, uh, yeah. 28 against Missouri and lost. And then... Um, won that Liberty Bowl uh, 45-23 over Kansas State. And so, yeah, it was it was a while. It was halfway into the season before the offense really started to take off. And so kind of thinking, you know, with a pro-style attack, it's going to take them a little more time to get adjusted, but it just it never, it never materialized, and they just started looking more and more constipated, as Chuck Barrett put it. And, yeah, I mean, I, I would say about that, you know, Texas A&M, Ole Miss game, I'm started thinking like, hmm, man, they just might, they just start looking more and more and more conservative and going the wrong direction. All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. That is Trey Biddy of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. Joe's opinion when he joins Randy and Rick each week on Drive Time Sports. Double B's is an Arkansas company with over 34 locations and growing strong across Arkansas. Double B's, where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. By now, make no payments till February plus available sales tax paid. Only at Frank Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in Sherwood. You can get that new Dodge Chrysler Jeep or Ram that you've been waiting for and save your cash for the holidays. Drive home today and make no payments till next year. We've got 2.9% financing on all new Rams and up to $12,000 in discounts. And over 10% off on 23 Ram 2500s and 3500s. It's the best time to buy a new Ram heavy duty truck. We're making deals every day like it's the last day of the month. At Fletcher Dodge, you always get the best price, the lowest finance rate, and more for your trade. And we promise you a hassle-free buying experience. Buy today and make no payments till February plus available sales tax paid. Save up to $12,000 on new Ram Limiteds and over 10% off on Ram 2500 and 3500. Shop Fletcher Dodge and Sherwood before you buy anywhere else. Come see us in person at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood or shop online at FletcherDeals.com. Once a year, Saracen gives away a coveted BMW to one lucky winner. This month is that special time, and you could be the winner of an amazing BMW X5 SUV from Saracen Casino and BMW of Little Rock. Play to win a top-of-the-line BMW SUV only at Saracen Casino Resort. Just a short 40 minutes away, Saracen Casino is Little Rock's closest place to play and win a BMW X5 SUV. Saracen Casino Resort. Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-FOXY-2-4700. From sales, service, parts, and rental equipment, River Valley Tractor does it all and does it right. Your leading Kubota dealer is right around the corner with five locations throughout Central Arkansas. River Valley Tractor, serving Central Arkansas in Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, and Pine Bluff. Work smarter this year, not harder, with River Valley Tractor. Online at rivervalleytractor.com. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. So have you been living life with pain and you keep saying, well, I'm going to go to the doctor, but I really don't want to do the surgery and I don't want to be on pain meds forever. Well, I have an option for you. It's called QC Kinetics. Hey, everybody, it's RJ Hawk. I just had a buddy the other day that came up to me and he said, hey, look, I keep hearing your ads. I'm going to give them a try. 
What's the number? I'm going to tell you right now. 501-222-8440. Look, there is absolutely no reason that you need to keep living with all this joint pain. If you've got hip pain, back pain, shoulder pain, knee pain, you owe it to yourself to go by for this free consultation to QC Kinetics. There's people all over Central Arkansas that are using QC Kinetics right now, and it's changing their life. It's giving them their life back. They use properties from your own body to heal your body. So there's no surgery, no downtime, and especially no drugs. Give them a call today for that free consultation, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, Chris Kane, I'm Randy Rainwater. Get your pen, your pencil, whatever it may be, because you're going to need to make this reservation now in order to beat the full house. As the old saying goes, that is tomorrow night, Riverfront Steakhouse, Thursday night only. The prime rib special is back. Buy one, get one free. That's 12 ounce, a 12 ounce prime rib cooked to perfection with a mountain of mashed potatoes for just $29.75. Do the math. If you want to add on the world-famous Riverfront Salad Bar, that's just 6 bucks extra. That is a near $20 value by itself. So, 371-9000-501-371-9000. As for Shapur, as for reservations, it is one night, one night only. Riverfront Steakhouse, by the way, open Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. But this special is only good for tomorrow night. That is the prime rib, 12 ounce, mashed taters included, $29.75. Buy one, get one free. Salad bar for just six bucks extra. That is the Riverfront Steakhouse, Wyndham Hotel in North Little Rock. Tell Shapur I sent you. You will not be disappointed. So Chris is over now dialing in the number. He's ready. He's ready to go. <laughs> get that get that special. Get them, I can't wait. Get them mashed potatoes. Mountains. Mountains. All right, let's see. It's time for the Basketball Insider in Arkansas. It's pure sweats, skills, and trainings. Bart Reed, made possible by Martin Orthopedics. With locations in Little Rock, North Little Rock, Cabot, and Hot Springs Village. Staffed with fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeons and sports medicine specialists. For more information on the web, go to martinortho.care. Now, here's Here's Bart. Bart. All right, Bart. I'm going to let you start off as a proud papa because this was a unscheduled game and it happened to be among the two better teams in all of, is it 5A or 6A for Camden Fairview and for Sheridan? Well, so Sheridan guys is five is five A, but Camden is a is four A, but they're a perennial powerhouse and certainly absolutely, you know. And what we've had is, you know, Sheridan played Watson Chapel in the exhibition game, which two days before that, which I would say, if you're looking at it, Chapel and Camden Fairview probably would be two of the early favorites out of that 4A to, to get to that state title game. So, yeah, it was a big, big game. Lily, my daughter, played extremely well. It was the matchup of 2026 versus 2027. So, I guess we could say the old has-been sophomores, which my daughter is is one of those, versus the new school in 6-4, Misha from Camden Fairview that has an Arkansas offer, so in hand already, or not in hand, but obviously extended to her as a ninth grader. She has six or seven other Power 5 schools, and, of course, Lily has interest from a lot of colleges already at a young age, so they 
duked it out last night at Sheridan Arena for a 57-43 Yellow Jacket win Ooh. where Lily was the lady score of the game and tied for most rebounds. So she had 13-8 rebounds, uh, three assists, two steals. So just a usual yeoman's effort on her part, and she did outstanding, and the Yellow Jackets are 2-0 as we start the season. Man, that just sounds like the old Bart Reed numbers of old back when he was <laughs> hooping it up there. Um, That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Arkansas has now its first game under its belt for the regular season, knocking off Alcorn State. I'm not sure exactly, Bart, uh, what all we can take away from that game, particularly uh, you know, you kind of hate it when you're playing, in this in this case, a SWAC opponent, and they're not 100%. Their leading rebounder didn't get to play. One of their key point guards or, or guards didn't get to play. So they weren't at 100%. But nevertheless, what, what are your takeaways from the Alcorn State game? Well, you know, in these particular situations, Randy, really I'm looking at kind of our the Arkansas Razorback style of play versus – Opponents, because you're right, some of this stuff can go offside. And now, Liz, me and you have talked about this is a really good Alcorn State team. That they've mm-hmm. got everybody on board, certainly a, a really great mid major type level type team. But I was really interested in looking at one, the depth, one, the minute that the stars, how that was getting mixed up. And certainly, because Coach Musselman, it's not been that long ago, you could not take much minute variation from a conference win from a non-conference early win. He the, he was playing his steady rotation a tremendous amount of minutes from start of season to end of season. So I was interested to see how many would get in the rotation. The one thing, Randy, that I've talked about for two years and I'm waiting to see with all this balanced scoring is our shot attempts, our shot attempts per game as a team. Are they going to push up to a more volume-ready type of level where I think we're playing at a much faster pace while still maintaining the passes. So on average, I know it's one game, we shot 16 more shots than we the average last year. And so that to me is the biggest thing if you're a Razorback fan because that tells kind of the health of the offense and also speaks to our people being substituted in and out that you can maintain that fast style of play. Well, the other thing, Bart, was the number of overall passes, 236 passes last night. In fact, they were plus 49, I believe it was, at the half. And you could expect that second half with the score as as it kept getting uh, further and further apart that you might see a little bit more freelancing and less set plays where you're running through your offense or you're running plays for a certain individual. But I think that number, it's kind of like what you're saying, Mark. It kind of fits, though, within the uh, the framework of what he's wanting to do. It, it absolutely is, Randy. You know this. To be able to have pass, that amount of passes, you have to do one thing. You have to space the floor particularly well. That is something that we've talked about. We have, at times, have not done as great as this team has been in the last couple of years. So the spacing is there, the movement's there, the guys have bought into the extra passing. So I do love that stat, and I, I, it looks like, the as we talk about, balance of scoring is going to be much more, I would say, not very lopsided like it has been in the past. This is going to be a balanced scoring roster for this Arkansas Razorback team this year. Bart, how, how difficult, not difficult, how long does it normally take for the alpha to identify itself, and what I mean by that, I think last, or I go back to last night, it's now Monday night, but uh, Traymon Mark, he Mm -hmm. acts like he's the alpha. He acts like he is the dog. He was the dog down the stretch against Purdue, and he pretty much was a dog. Now, I think Ellis is a barking puppy, and uh, is going to make some noise, but I think it almost like Mark. This is my team. Traymon Mark is saying, putting his mark uh, that is as the alpha of the team. That's it. Uh, you hit it right on the head. So L. Ellis is a a puppy that'll bite you. 
Trayvon Mark is a full-grown junkyard dog that will take your hand off. He wants to be in the game, and you can tell from his minutes. He's one of the guys that his minutes are not fluctuating, and I think it's just being that alpha dog. He's telling Coach Musk, hey, I want to stay in the game. I want to be in the game. So I certainly see this as his team, Devo's team. But while if Trayvon Brazil can continue, I think he looks more like, and I know it's only a couple games, he looks more like an NBA lottery pick every time I see him on the court. Reminded me of a young Anthony Davis in spurts the other day. So I think that's kind of your core nucleus of the big quote-unquote three. How do you think Devo Davis will accept, and I know he's done it for years, but Five points, five rebounds, five assists. Really good numbers for most people, but he's been here four years. Do you think he's going to feel comfortable fitting in like that? I, I, I think so, Rick. From what I know about Devo, Devo is the ultimate competitor and a dog in himself. And I think his one objective is to win. Devo wants to win. And if that's what it takes to win, and I think that's why he's a fan favorite, he's going to do that. I do think... And we're seeing him kind of not lay back a little bit, but Coach Musk is going to keep his minutes down, Rick, I think, for the first little bit to make sure he's he's healthy, everything. Uh, but I do think there's a larger share of the pie for him in terms of scoring and offensive production to kind of match his defensive production. I think Coach Musselman wants to see Devo, and all the kids do really well, but I think he wants to see Devo a pro. And I think to be that, they've got to get him some more offensive touches so he can show – more film to scout as he's looking to transition to the next level of his career. Uh, This from our Asher Record Service Company live feedback. The original Pistol Pete. I don't know if it's uh, Pete's younger brother or cousin or nephew or what, but anyway. (laughs) uh, Bart, please give us a couple of early high school season games this week to check out. Well, we're still way too early, but but let's, let's hit a couple of them. So, Big game, uh, Whitehall tomorrow, Maumelle and Whitehall. That game is at Whitehall. So, certainly, Whitehall has uh, Jay Sean Hayes, who is an Arkansas offer. Um, Maumelle is loaded up with talent. So, that is a big 5A matchup on the boys' side to watch. It's going to be at Whitehall tomorrow. The Parkview uh, Bryant game was scheduled for Thursday, is now being moved to Friday. That is at Parkview, and that is going to be a huge test for the Parkview Patriots as a lot of eyes are going to be looking at Bryant and Kellen Robinson and RJ and, and CB and a lot of those guys to see how well Coach A can get this team rolling. This is a Bryant boys team that has state championship aspirations for the first time in a long time. So if I was hitting a couple of spots, those would be definitely one and two on the list. All right, and then um... – this from Cowboy B. He said our crappy fans wanted Brawls gone, and they got what they asked for. Okay. Uh, Jordan <laughs> says, I think the New Hogs alternate OC brought the fun back for our offense, and he's not forcing plays that don't fit them. Okay. Hogman says, basketball, Bart, give us a couple of new improvements that you see already with this team, uh, with this year's team versus last year's team. Well, it's it's so early, and I hate to keep saying that, Randy, but if you're looking at one or two games, the, the amount of production that's coming in off the bench, and I don't want to sound like I'm a big rotational bench guy. I don't necessarily – I think you've got a real core rotation of eight or nine, but it is nice, especially for the health of the program, Rick, as we talk about all this transferring, to keep kids at a place, you've got to get them playing time. So if you're bringing ten kids – 11 kids in the game and they're scoring and they're getting they'll take that learning curve and they'll stay put so that is one early sign that I'm seeing more players in the rotation more spread out scoring right away I like Layton Blocker that's another little puppy dog gonna bite you I like him he'll bite you now hang on hang on Bart drop time sports will continue Get in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore every day from 10 to 1. Live from the Oakwan Racing Casino Resort Studios on 103.7 The Buzz. Hey, did you know the Statue of Liberty is the largest holiday gift ever given? That's a big deal, just like those at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Hey, did you know when the year ends, so do the deals? It's your journey. Own every mile at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Get 0% APR for 60 months, plus zero payments for 90 days on the Hyundai Tucson. Now for a limited time, only during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end November 30th. Call 562-314-4603 for details. ZZ Top. Leonard Skinnerd. Two American institutions unite. The sharp-dressed, simple man tour. April 18th, Simmons Bank Arena. With Blackstone Cherry. On sale now at Ticketmaster.com. and Leonard Skinnerd live. Fellas, there's a lot of people talking about testosterone, but you need to do your homework and go to a provider that you can trust. I recommend Low T Center. It's where I get my levels checked. It's concierge medicine for all of us men. They specialize in men's wellness and customized testosterone treatments. It's quick. It's easy. You walk in, take a simple blood test, and get your results in about 25 minutes. Ball's in your court. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, maybe you've noticed weight gain and loss of muscle mass, these could all be signs of low testosterone levels. Low T Center will get you back to living your best life. They have affordable and convenient treatment options, including physician-monitored self-inject treatments that ship directly to your home each month. Low T Center, quick, easy, simple, convenient, and most importantly, life-changing. Now's the time. Right now at Low T Center, it's only $25.00. To get your T levels tested with results back in 25 minutes. Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment online today. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Greatness doesn't happen overnight. It takes time. Focus. And dedication. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that. Because we've put in the hard work and dedication for decades. And that commitment has paid off with award-winning customer service for your auto, home, and life insurance. See shelter agent Paul Killingsworth in Cabot, Jonathan Stone in Lone Oak, or Stephen Reeser in Jacksonville today. Thanksgiving is almost here, which means it's time to start thinking about your holiday plans. This year, save time along with the worry and hassle, and let the team at Edwards Food Giant do it for you. Their turkey dinner includes the turkey, as well as their signature cornbread dressing, giblet gravy, cranberry sauce, and dinner rolls. All fully cooked, homemade, and ready for you to heat and serve to your family. That's not enough. Their deluxe turkey dinner also includes sweet potato casserole, green beans, and apple pie. Now that's what I call a Thanksgiving spread. Click on edwardsfoodgiant.com to view their full menus and find out how to order your dinner. Now, back to Drive Time Sports. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You're safe at home with Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. A lot of things to consider when you go to Tacos for Life these days. Number one, if you're looking for a good gift idea, then how about buying a nice $25 Tacos for Life gift card? And you know what? You'll get $10 additionally in Tacos for Life coupons for yourself. That's right. So that's 35 for 25 You give the 25 away, you use the 10 on yourself. It's a heck of a deal, right? And you might want to use that 10 to try their new honey pepper pimento chicken taco. It's available, limited time offer. That's right. That's the new one. That's something you're going to enjoy. That is the uh, that's the honey pimento chicken taco. You're going to absolutely love it. What? So give that. Yeah, that's right. Give that a try. Say it again. Okay, honey. Ladies. Rand, Randy's getting excited here. You're going to extend it to more than 60 seconds. Well, that's okay. I, I, I mean, you, you caught my attention. I was I was listening, but then you said honey and pimento cheese, and then what else? Yeah, and chicken. Chicken. Holy smoke. What a combo. You're going to love it. Honey, pepper, pimento, chicken, taco. That's it. Limited time offer, so you can use that after you buy the gift card. Check them out. You'll love anything you order at Tacos for Life. (laughs) Okay, right. I just had to, I just, I just just need clarification. Well, I'm happy to do that. It's brand new. You can try it next time you're there. There you go. It's time for the Basketball Insider in Arkansas. It's pure sweats, skills, and trainings. Bart Reed, made possible by Martin Orthopedics. With locations in Little Rock, North Little Rock, Cabot, and Hot Springs Village, staffed with fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeons and sports medicine specialists. For more information on the web, go to martinortho.care. Now, here's Here's Bart. Bart. 
All right, Bart. Mr. Uh, Rainwater. Yes. I, I forgot one thing. I, I, I have to touch on this because as we talked about some positive signs, three-point shooting is something that I think has been an issue for certain Razorback fans. And not just making shots, not taking enough of them. So this team averaged right around 15 last year. They take 30 the first game. So they almost made as many threes in the first game as they took total (laughs) on average. So they, they made 12. So that is certainly an encouraging sign because that means Coach Musselman believes this team could shoot because if you look, the free throw numbers are still extremely high. So they're getting quality shots still, but taking more three-point shots. Sorry, Randy. I had to no, no, no. I, I was going to say uh, that was one of my so-called improvements was just the overall shooting in general is that yep. I thought at times it didn't matter if it was mid-range jumpers or even just finishing around the rim, this team uh, is, is already – blowing those numbers away by uh, effective shooting, both mm-hmm. mid-range, long distance, and then finish. Yep. Of course, okay, he's he's almost, he's not a Dominic Wick, uh, Wilkins, but uh, Brazil, when he makes a dunk, it's it's a highlight. Woo. And uh, the, the first two he had last, or Monday night, good gracious. I mean, his head, Man. if there was any question... And I've had this, I, I brought this up after the Purdue game about his, quote, overall health and confidence. Okay, forget that. What he did against Alcorn State. I mean, those were those were things of beauty. So you can put that, you can put that aside. Yeah. Uh, and just think, he's still a baby, guys. He's still young. And, I mean, his game is still developing is the scary part of how great he will be when it's all said and done. Still a babies. I mean, he's a diaper dandy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even buzz you on that one because Bar set you up for it. So I, 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 I can't, I can't do it. Right. Uh, this from Savage by way of our Asher Record Service Company live fan feedback. Now let's let's get Billy Ray first. Billy Ray says, anyone who shot as often as Bart in high school would have some Woo! good numbers, especially Man. rebounding. <laughs> now, I would say that is a very common misconception, the <laughs> amount of shots that I've taken. And I try to reinforce this to my kids because I want them to think I took quality shots. Now, I, I would consider myself a high-quality shooter, but if you're going to be a scorer, you have to put the ball up. That's what was required. That's, that's what I fell into. I was a point guard by trade. I fell into a score, but once I got a taste of it, there was no looking back. Uh, there was no uh, stick them on your fingers, so I can I can uh, definitely vouch for that. The ball did not stick into your hands; it came right back out towards the uh, <laughs> towards the rim. But that's okay. That is okay. All right, Khalif uh, Battle. This from um, Woodstock. Where do you see Battle's ceiling being this year with this team full of scores, but are still pups? Battle. Boy, that's the name we didn't even talk about a moment ago, Bart. This guy. I, I know. Okay, he can score the basketball. <laughs> I was Rick. I'm not going to say that. But, <laughs> Thank you. But Thank I will you. say, with with him and Davenport, they're, they're almost kind of cycling in and out of games where one person scores. And they, they're both elite-level scorers for the college level. I think they can, they're, they're easily 10 to 15, 16 points. Uh, game guys on a given day, I, I'm trying to figure out where the consistency is because it's one time it's battle, then it's Davenport, and I know injuries and a lot of that stuff play a role. I think certainly for someone that can shoot the ball, and battle tends to be more of a, guys, would you agree, more of a slasher, even though he can shoot the ball? Davenport, more of a spot-up shooter? Mm-hmm. I, it, it's really hard to tell because we're in such an early sample size, but there's always going to be room for a battle and a Davenport-type player, and they're going to come in and play their minutes, and they know exactly what their role is. It is to put the ball up and be ultra-aggressive. So I think he's hovering around that sixth, if not starting rotation, sixth, seventh man right now. 
Okay, Arkansas has only played one game. I know it's early to talk about this. They, the two that were expected did sign today, but you want to talk briefly about the signees today for the Razorbacks? It's today, Rick, it's today's signing day. Yeah, today's yeah. signing yeah. day, and, and both, of it, both of the expected signees did sign. They did sign. Well, I, I tell you what, I'm a little bit unprepared because I did not know. I thought it was not starting until tomorrow, so... But I, uh, let's, let's say this. The, the Coach Musselman is going to stick with, I think this is going to be a consistent theme that we're going to see with this basketball team. He's going to get two out of high school, and he's going to use the transfer portal yeah. to rebuild a roster. And this is just exactly, I think, what we're going to continuously see throughout the career. I love Jalen Shelley. I think he's a great player. I think he provides some immediate impact to the basketball team. These the, the the players that Coach Musselman is signing are going to be ready to hit the floor, just like Layden Blocker's ready. As we talk about playing minutes, the high school kids are going to come in highly touted. They're going to be extremely, extremely skilled. But again, this really, the class is always going to be about the transfer portal. And from talking to Coach Musselman, that seems to be the plan moving forward. But He's going to have another A-plus recruiting class, that's for sure. Yeah, and I need to say this. Uh, Elohim, I guess, is not going to sign until tomorrow. Shelley did sign today. I thought I got okay. a note where he had signed. but I, I, I thought so, too, but um, so I'm not sure. But I, he was expected. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to talk sign. before they sign. It's bad luck, but, I, but Shelley signed. So I, uh, Shelley signed. That's been yeah. announced, yeah. And, and Elohim may have, too. i got to check on that. I thought he had, but I, 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 may, I, have, I may have missed something. Uh, two hours ago uh, said that they added the signature Wednesday. Northwest Elohim. Arkansas Democrat Gazette of Elohim. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got them both signed. Okay. Good. Yes. Great. Good. All right, Bart, this is from Savage. He says, ask Bart his thoughts on Makai Mitchell and his playing time this year. I think it would be good for him to get more rest this year. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so it's unique because he's really, I think, the one guy. They're getting him more rest, and you can see his minutes are were way down. He's kind of getting lost in the shuffle with all this new blood. He's still obviously an impact player. I'm really interested to see if Mitchell can kind of be that physical, almost that Adrian Dantley, uh, Dennis Rodman type of guy, just be rough and tumble and kind of get inside and mix it up because I think that's where his minutes are going to be finishing, not necessarily posting up as a primary weapon, but certainly put back, that type of stuff. But they are giving him more rest, which I think is good. But he's also in a dogfight for playing time, guys. So it's not a guarantee that just because he was a starter last year, he's a starter this year. I so, think he's going to play a Kamani Johnson role from a year ago. I, that's exactly what I was looking for. Kamani Johnson, the name, thank you, Randy, a, was flipping. But that's a exactly in, what his role is. A-N-Forcer. All right, Bart, we'll talk with you tomorrow. That's Bart Reed, Pure Sweat Basketball Skills. Coming up next, the coach. It's Garen with Shamrock Roofing. Have you been denied a new roof by your insurance company after storm damage? You won't be denied at Shamrock Roofing. Give us a call or visit us at shamrockroofer.com. Right now, we're offering a free impact-resistant roof upgrade. Plus, if you've been denied coverage by your insurance company after the storms, you automatically qualify to win a new roof.